welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And today is episode 92, and it's entitled, How Can I See More Possibilities in My Life? Now, as each of us go through life, I think when we're little kids, like we start off and everything looks possible. And then as we go through hard things, or as we try stuff and it doesn't work out, or sometimes people are just mean, like we begin to limit the, the world that we live in. Instead of seeing this, this giant world as your oyster, we see a limited world. We, we see a world where we're almost locked in the prison. And it's just the prison of our thoughts. Thought is the prison if we allow it to be, or it can liberate us. You know, the other day, I, I just kind of had this thought. You know, as a coach, one of the things I do is I poke holes in people's dams. So if you picture a dam, you know, and all that water being possibility, and that dam being whatever is stopping you, I go in and I start poking holes in that dam. Because what will happen when there's enough holes in the dam, it will break. And all that water will come rushing in. You know, I was working with a client and she was a musician. And it was really interesting because she didn't feel that she could meet the guy of her dreams. She didn't feel that, you know, a guy would accept her and her career and everything else. And it was interesting because when we started talking, we started doing what I call playing in the land of possibility. And just playing around. And, and you know what happened? It was interesting because at first, when I asked her what she wanted in her, in her perfect guy, there were very simple answers. And, and it wasn't just with this particular client. Like, this happens all the time. We, we think we're, we're so limited on what we think we're allowed to have in this life. Whether it's what we've been told, whether it's what we've been trained, like it doesn't matter what it is that's kept us back in the past. But so there, there's a there's a pattern that usually happens. I ask, okay, well, what do you want in your perfect dream or your perfect your perfect guy? And they say, well, I just want him to be spiritual. I want him to be spiritual. I want him to be kind. And that's it. I mean, really, like these are some of the things people will tell me. It's, it's almost like we believe that Heavenly Father doesn't want us to have everything in the world that we want. I don't know. We, we got in this thing where we're so, we, we hold ourselves back. Maybe, maybe it's like a false humility. It's, well, I, I, can't, I can't ask for that. Well, why not? God wants to give you so much more than you could ever imagine. There's a great scripture in Romans 8.32. Now, this has become one of my favorite scriptures about abundance. And so it says, He that spared not his own son, so he being God, 
that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? I mean, if you happen to be a parent, I know there's plenty of single parents out there. The last thing in the world you would ever give up would be your kid. I mean, I've got nieces and nephews, and I I would give up everything before I'd give them up. Well, I love this scripture because it says, hey, I'm willing to give you my only son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And also, if, if I'm willing to give that up, him up, then I'm willing to give you anything. Him also freely give us all things. So I think sometimes we get, we get in this idea that we have to be so noble and so whatever word you want to use. But when you begin to understand that God wants you to have more in your life than you could possibly begin to imagine. And here's another. This is in John 10.10. And it says, I am come that they might have life and that they might have more abundantly. So this is Jesus Christ talking. So he said he didn't just come so we'd have life. He said he came so we'd have this abundant life. We are meant to grow. We are meant to strive. But what happens is, I love the term learned helplessness that Martin Seligman coined. We get to this learned helplessness where we have just lived this life for so long that we don't even believe anything's possible. I mean, not, not... not mansions, not cars, not anything. And if that's not what you want, like, that's fine. But I, I love something one of my mentors, Michael Neal, says. He says, you know, if it just showed up in front of you or if it just fell down from the sky, would you want that thing? So if a mansion fell down from the sky, would you take it? I mean, a mansion pops up in front of you, says it has a, it has a bow on it with a uh, what are those, gift tag that says, your name on there. This is for you. Everything's paid. This is for you. You'd walk away. Please. Please. And, and if you would, I actually really want to talk to you because I'm just super curious if you would. And, and I don't know, sometimes we get these ideas in our head that, well, if, if, I, if I become rich and successful, then I'm going to forget who I am. And there's the, there's the Bible verse that says a rich man, it'll, it'll be harder for a rich man to go into heaven than go through the eye of the needle. I don't know and I don't understand some of that stuff. But what I do know is that God wants, it, wants to bless your life more than you could ever imagine. He wants you to have an abundant life. Why? Well, first of all, we're meant to have joy. I think so often we're, we're looking for the right thing to do. And guys, I do this all the time. Oh my goodness. I am always, always thinking of, okay, what's the right thing to do? 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 The right thing to do is slow down and just be still. And uh, you know, it's funny because one of the things I've realized recently is I don't get near of a kick of playing video games as I used to, but it actually does wonders for clearing my head. So even this morning I was working on some projects and then just figured I'd take 10 minutes or so and, and play a game real quick. And it did. It totally cleared my head and, and it was awesome. <laughs> like, 
We, they, we have so much thinking going on in our head about what's right, what's wrong. For sure, there's, there's certain rules, there's even certain commandments when it comes to you know, religion. But I think so often, it's what is the, what is the thing that's going to give you joy? What's the possibility in your life that could give you more joy than you could ever imagine? We have no control. We have no idea how things are going to work out. But you do get a choice what games you play. And believe it or not, the longer that I play basketball, the better that I get. The longer that you work on anything that you want to work on, the better that you get. I mean, if you imagine your time as, you know, coins, the, the more coins that you put on a scale, the more that scale is going to weigh. That, that's just the way it goes. And so, but if you're not playing in the things that you want to do right now, go play. Go play in the land of possibility. Go play in what's possible. There, so coming back, I, I know I get on some wild tangents sometimes. But what are the holes that need to be poked into your dam? What are the things that are holding you back? Because something really interesting happens when, you know, as with these clients, at, at first, they're basically saying, well, I can only have this. I mean, I, and, and I think part of it also is, man, I have dated some horrible, horrible people. I, if they were just spiritual and a decent person, I'll take it. It, it, it's really kind of settling. And I know some people are going to hate me saying that word, but I'm going to say it because it is. And it's interesting because when I have thoughts of settling, you know, I've had instances where, you know, I've had, I've had a lot of thinking going on in my head. And one of the things that we call a low mood in this understanding of the three principles, which I refer to every now and then. So we have this low mood and then we're, you know, we're not even really in our right mind, but then we see somebody and it's the, the last person in the world that we want to see in the last place we want to see them. And it's like, oh my goodness, that means that I'm meant to marry that person. No, it doesn't. And, and just on that note, if you run into somebody, and especially if you just feel yucky inside, that's simply the spirit telling you, hey, this isn't what you're thinking. That's not the person for you. But for whatever reason, like we, we get these ideas in our head that, oh, well, I just got to take whatever comes along. I've got to settle. There's a great book I've been reading, and there's a great movie that I watched called American Underdog. And in his book, it's called All Things Possible, which, which is super cool, because even before I'd, I'd read this book, or even, I, I haven't finished it, but before I started reading this book, I've called myself the It's Possible guy for a long time, because all I want people to see is possibility in their life. Like, the second you begin to see possibility, the second your life changes. And, you know, and it's interesting, even just, you know, since I'm talking here about a little bit about relationships and about possibility in those, he, he uses a line in the book where he said he was stopped cold when he met the girl of his dreams, when he met the, the woman that he married. Um, the book, All Things Possible, is about Kurt Warner, just to clarify. 
So he met his wife, Brenda, and it says in the book that he stopped cold. I don't know if you guys have ever had one of those moments. Like, I mean, I have. I've had that moment when somebody literally just stopped me cold in my tracks. Because there was just this overwhelming, powerful feeling. Now, nothing ever really came out of that. But I do know what it feels like. And so there's this, like, God wants to bless your life. And he wants you to bless, bless you with the best things for you. I mean, once again, if he's willing to give up his only son, he's willing to give you tons and tons and tons of stuff. Whatever's good for you. And if it's not good for you, it won't come to you. But, you know, you still got to show up and do the work. But when we start seeing possibility in our life, so coming back to these clients, like, when I'm working with them and when I'm talking with them and they start saying, well, I just want them kind, I just want them to be, to be nice and a decent person, I start poking a little bit. I start poking at the dam. And maybe it's like I'm taking a giant sledgehammer to different parts of the dam. And I start striking it and I start saying, well, okay. So uh, an example I'll often use with people is one of a pizza shop. So you show up to a pizza shop and you say, hey, I want a pizza. I want there to be pepperoni, but anything else that I, I don't really care what else is on there. And, you know, they hem and haw back and forth with the waiter who thinks it's a stupid idea. And then finally the waiter agrees and he comes back and brings them this pizza that has pepperoni, but it also has anchovies and it has insert whatever horrible, horrible food that you hate on your pizza there and all kinds of other stuff. Some stuff you love, some stuff you hate. And you look at the pizza guy and you're like, hey, I, I, wanted, I wanted you to surprise me, but not with that. And so after I share that analogy with him, like, well, okay, I mean, I want him to be, you know, they'll say a few more things. You know, if, if they could cook, that would be cool. And if they were in decent shape, that'd be cool. And, and so I push a little bit harder and I say, okay, so you want to be kind, nice, decent shape and knows how to cook. So, you know, if, if years ago when at the ideal time that your person would have had to been born, you know, insert however old they would have had to been, um, that God made a person just for you. And he says, hey, you tell me exactly what I want. You tell me exactly what you want. I'll make it happen. Anything you want, I'll make it happen. And then the person opens up a, a tiny bit more. And then I finally say, give me an example of your perfect celebrity. Like if you had to, if you had to pick a celebrity to live with, like just, just their physical attributes for the rest of your life, who would it be? And they'll say, you know, their, their favorite celebrity. And so then I tell them, Oh, wait a second. So you do have a picture of what you want your person to look like. And they're like, well, yeah, but in the yeah, but when we have that come out of our mouth, it's like, this is what I really want, but I have this thinking about why I can't have it. And then we start, and then I start jackhammering away at some of that. 
I guess... It doesn't matter what it is you want. You get the privilege to want whatever you want. I remember a line in, a, in Hook that... So Julia Roberts, who plays Tinkerbell, is telling Peter that... I can see why you're having a, tro- having a hard time finding a happy thought. Because you have so many sad memories. Okay, that's what takes us out of possibility. When we start, when we try to create our future from looking at our past, it doesn't work. You can let your past go. I'm not saying that's the easiest thing in the world. And if you're struggling with that, please reach out to me on, on Instagram. That's the easiest way to find me is just send me a direct message on there. When we have so many things that have happened to us, they, they have changed us to some extent. When we've allowed ourselves to settle for so long for a life that's just okay. When the life that you have available to you is incredible. Now is the time to remember. There is a beautiful scene in Hook where it is Robin Williams who plays Hook remembering who he was. Remembering that he's Peter Pan. There is, there is so much in this movie. If you haven't watched it in a while, I highly recommend it. But we can't see possibilities because of all the stuff that we've been through. We don't allow ourselves to remember, you are a child of God. Now, there's a beautiful quote by Marianne Williamson that says, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, or fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. Why do I post so much stuff on my Instagram? about what I'm doing in my life. Because that's what, first of all, I've been inspired to do. And for hopes that you'll see possibility in your life. If you want to write a book, write a book. If you want to learn to play the guitar, learn to play the guitar. If you want to learn to play the recorder or ukulele or anything, your life is yours to choose. Nobody else's. And we do, we have... We have thoughts of our past creep in and mess with us. You know, one of the things I have struggled with for the past few weeks was a particular chapter of my book where my character is trying to find the spark to take the next step in his life, to take the step to become an actor as the character desires to become. But it's, it, it's a desire that's down secretly in his heart. It's in the confines of his stomach. Nobody knows about this. Why? Because he's afraid. What's he afraid of? Well, first of all, he's afraid of doing the wrong thing. He's afraid of if it is the right thing for him to go do this. You know, if it's written in the stars for him or if it's some, there's something more noble and more amazing that, we could be, that he could be doing with his life. You know, he's, he's worried if it's okay with God, if he's going to do that thing. If you're worried about possibility, if you're worried about what's available to you in your life right now, if you have that beautiful, wonderful feeling, 
inside. When you think about going to do something or you take a step in going to do something, that is God giving you a green light. He's giving you permission to go forward. That's the, that's the air traffic controller you know, on, on the runway saying, hey, you're free to take off. You're free to go. I'm not saying it's not going to be scary at times. I'm not saying it's not going to be frustrating. But it's time that you live in a land of possibility. It's time that you live in a world of possibility that is available to you. Whatever is, that is sparking for you in this moment, whatever you're thinking about going to do that you're not doing in this moment, my invitation to you is to go do that thing. Because deep inside, you're wanting to. There's something really powerful about a happy thought. Like Peter Pan really is one of my favorite movies and favorite fairy tales, etc. Like, I love Peter Pan. Because he teaches us about possibility. He can fly. With a bit of dust, he can fly. I mean, I don't know what's available to us. I'm not saying that we can fly, just to be very clear. But it supposedly was impossible for somebody to walk on the water, too. And, and the Savior did that. And not only the Savior did that, but also Peter did that. Peter walked on water, and Peter was a mortal man. So maybe there's so much more on offer than we could ever begin to imagine. You know, and on, the, uh, on Ophi's podcast, that when I had him on a few weeks ago, well, I guess it's been a few months now, and we, I had him on and we talked about that particular scene in the Bible. And he asked me, why do I think that it, he was able to walk on water? I thought it was just because he wanted to do something super cool. How cool would that be to walk on water? I mean, oh my goodness, if I could fly, like if I could legitimately fly like Peter Pan, that would be incredible. Now, am I going to spend all of my time and my waking hours learning to fly? No. I mean, if I really wanted to... I could get a hang glider or something like that. But you have so much more possibility than you could ever begin to imagine. And also, I just want to point out, if, if you're not able to afford hiring a coach, come to the free call we do on Mondays. There are so many free resources available to you. Possibilities are endless for your life. But we don't see them because we get caught up in our former habitual thinking. You're never going to create the future that you desire by holding on to your past. The only thing your past is there for is to learn from, to grow from. What is the possibility that you want to create in your life right now? Maybe it's to find the, your, the person of your dreams. I don't know what it is, guys. But I want you to think about the reason that you think you can't have it. And I also want you to think if you had to go before a court of law, at least here where I live in the United States, when you go into court, 
you have to, at least this is what I see in the movie, is you have to put your hand in the Bible and say, and they say, do you promise to tell the whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help you God, and you say, I do. If you had to say that, could you really, really testify for your doubts? Well, I, I, I can't do that because of this. Anytime you say, I can't do that because of blank, find someone that's already done it. You know, I saw this cool thing. I was doing some research for something on online. And I came across this little story of this, or basically just these two pictures. One was this kid in, you know, it appeared to be a third world country that had a tiny phone on top of a fan he was using as a tripod and he was creating YouTube videos. And then three years later, it had the same kid who now had better surroundings. The first step is there. You know, maybe you want to hire, you know, I know for me, a per, an example of a time that I didn't even explore possibility is when I sat down, I had, I had two free one hour sessions with my mentor, Michael Neal. And this was just a blessing from heavenly father. I don't, this isn't something that I don't, I don't think he normally does like, and so it was just an absolute blessing to me. And then I found out he charged $75,000 a year to work with him. That was his highest package. And instantly I said, nope, I can't do that. Whereas another time he had a program that I think it was only 15, no, I don't remember the exact figure, but I think it might have been 1500 And at the time I, I didn't have it. And I went to Heavenly Father and I said, hey, this is something I feel I need to do. How do I do it? And he basically told me, hey, you, you have that credit card that you, you don't have a balance on. Just use it as basically a loan to yourself. And I did. And that single course was massive. It was so important. The possibilities are endless, but we don't even look. We don't even try. You know, we sit down and we try to play Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine, one single time, or even just the first, <laughs> the first uh, minute. And we're like, nope, too hard. I can't do that. I mean, the joke even in music is, how did you get so good? Practice. I mean, I'm becoming a decent guitar player. I can play almost any song with chords and I can, I'm learning to play some decent songs on the guitar. How did that happen? Well, I dedicated 21 minutes a day, every day except Sundays, to practicing the guitar. And I started specifically Sweet Child of Mine learning that almost over a year ago. And I'm still not done. I, I got to a solo part that was just crazy hard. And so I switched to some easier songs that I felt would be funner and also build my skills. But I haven't missed a day of practicing 21 minutes a day since the first part of this year. 
January 1st, I set an absolute goal. I was going to do seven things every day, except there's a few I don't do on Sundays. That has made a huge difference in my life. Now, if I had started that when I was 17, oh my goodness. Could you imagine how, how good I would be on the guitar? Oh, wow. But guess what? No time machine. I can't go back. There are certain possibilities that, hey, if you got a time machine, I still wouldn't go back. I don't know, maybe. Anyways, I'm, I'm digressing from my point. Possibility is endless. What's possible in your life is endless. It just takes us starting to poke holes in our own dam of thought. Because that's really what it is. It's this dam of our memories, a thought that are preventing us. It's saying, well, why could you ask that girl out? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, she'd probably say no anyways. Just real quick note on this, because I believe that rejection does play a role into what we're willing to ask for. You are willing, you can ask for anything that you want. Whatsoever. I mean, I've I've had a time when I asked this gorgeous girl to dance. And we were at a country dance place. And we danced three times. and. We had an awesome time together, and she was one of the most attractive girls I've ever seen in my life. And she was also a former NBA cheerleader, and I found out later that she was actually ranked in cheerleaders, and she was one of the hottest cheerleaders in the nation. And and she said yes and did it happily, and we had a wonderful time, and I didn't even bother to ask for a number at the time because I was just in a different place in life. And I've also had, and I had a time at that same place where I asked this other girl to dance that wasn't as attractive as that stunning girl. And she said, no. It matter. It's more about where other people are at when they're saying yes and no to you than where you're at. There's a phenomenal book. It's by Jack Canfield. It's called The Aladdin Factor. And in that book, he talks about the power of asking. Ask and you shall receive, guys. That, that message is not hidden from the world. It's in the Bible, and it's probably in plenty of other places too. Ask and you shall, and you shall receive. Start asking for what you want. Start asking God for what you want. Start asking other people that can actually give you what you want for what you want. You're not going to get anywhere in life unless you ask for what you want. Your possibilities begin to open up endlessly. I mean, the biggest as far as influencer that I've had on the podcast so far, I simply just ask him and he said yes. And I've asked other people that aren't even close to his, his level of influence that have said no. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean my podcast is great. It doesn't mean it's awful. It just is what it is. There's something about when we start, like, first of all, find a way to clear your head, whether that's reading a book, whether it's playing a video game. I mean, in 10 minutes of doing either of those, I can clear my head pretty good. 
and start focusing on what you want. I mean, one thing that I, I do want to say, there are two things that I, in, that I ask my clients to do. One is to create what I call an identity statement. That's basically, I am this, I am this, I am this, I am this. And it's telling, reminding themselves every day who they are. That's something that I personally, I read each day. Uh, well, I read mine. My, my clients can read theirs. And then I also create a life story statement. If I had a choice, if I was the author of my story, which I am, and I had a choice where I want to be in six months or a year, where do I want to be? And then I write a story from that space. So I want to be at this level. I want to be making this much money. I, I want to do these really cool things. And then all of a sudden we have things just come to us. Why do I read that every single day? Because so many people are telling me who I'm not. And even thoughts from my past are telling me who I'm not. And the adversary is telling me who I'm not. I need to remind myself every day who I am. That alone will change your life. And what do I do also when I get off track for the day? As long as I remember to. I sit down and read those again. And, and I turn on this really cool soundtrack music. There's, a, there's an artist. One is named Harry Lightfoot. And another is named... Uh, um, there's... Let's see. It, his name is... Um, he, he has a... He has an album called Illusions that's just a really cool album as well. And so I, I create, I listen to these inspirational tracks. Like I'm listening to the, the soundtrack of a movie because I am. I'm listening to the soundtrack of where my life is going to be. Now, if you're completely at a loss for what's possible in your life, my invitation to you would be to join the It's Possible Challenge. Each Wednesday, I create a video for what I call the It's Possible Challenge. I share with you guys what challenge I'm working on for the next week and if I did or didn't accomplish my challenge from the previous week. So this week, I happen to be learning the first, or relearning is a better way to put it, the first three pages of Bless the Broken Road by Rascal Flatts on the piano. And that was something that just came to me. I haven't played the piano in quite some time. I, I focus more on the guitar. But because of that, yesterday I found myself playing the piano and the guitar. I'm just starting to fill my life more with the things that I want than the old habits I used to have. And our habits, they, they will stay in our life until it seems like they're not a good idea anymore. So... Those are my invitations to each of you. And the other thing I will say, if you want help from on high, that's a pretty great place to get it from. Go to God in prayer and ask for that help to see your possibilities. I was invited to do that one time by one of my mentors, and I had a really amazing experience. He said, go ask God what he thinks about you. Ask him Ask him for a vision. Ask him for help. Ask him to say, like, you know, what does he think about what you're doing in the world? 
and you can have some pretty amazing experiences. So guys, my invitation, whatever you've been inspired to do today, whatever that inner voice has guided and directed you to do that you felt good about, go do it. And if you know a friend that's really struggling with the possibilities in their life and, and they're seeing nothing but a giant damn, please share this podcast episode with them and share with them how you feel it would help them and, and, help, and to help, them to, help them to actually listen to it. You might change their life. We never know what a simple invitation does. I remember one instance that I invited somebody to listen to my podcast and they gave me a really like a strange reaction. And so I went home thinking, oh my goodness, like I totally offended that person. Only to find out later that they started listening and now they listen to every podcast. You have zero control over what somebody does with your request, but you can always make it. What's possible in your life is amazing. And just speaking of requests, I've had an instance where I didn't take a chance to tell a girl how I felt about her and ran into her after she was married and nothing could be said. And another one where I put it on the line. You know, even traveling a long way to go and visit her. And it didn't work out well. <laughs> it, it, I mean, if, if you've ever seen that video of the person eating popcorns as the plane's exploding in the background and everything's blowing up into horrible flames. Yeah, it was like that. But I can live with the second experience. I mean, I have to live with the first. But I can definitely live with the second experience because you put it all out there. When we do everything that's possible in our power, I think that's really where God steps in and does his work. One of the times in my life that I was the most successful, I had four, four very specific goals. This was a time actually on my mission. I don't know what that really says about my life, but when I was on my mission nearly 20 years ago, I had an experience where I set four goals and those were my absolute goals that I was going to achieve. And I set them for a month and I didn't get them done and for two weeks. And so I didn't change the timeline. I just got them done in those two weeks. And it was rough. It was very rough. I'd, I'd almost fall asleep when we were talking to people. I'd, I'd wake up at crazy hours. I'd go to bed at crazy hours. I'm not saying it was healthy. But there was something incredible about keeping my word to myself. That was so powerful. And, and that also is one of those things that the It's Possible Challenge will, will strengthen in each of you. It strengthens that integrity. It strengthens that word inside of each of us that says, hey, I said I was going to do this and I went out and did this. So my goal is to have that spread over the, across the entire world. Because if everybody was doing just one simple thing every day, or I'm sorry, every, every week, 52 projects done is a lot better than a ton, ton of really cool ideas that aren't done. So whatever it is you feel inspired to do, no matter how little it is, a drop of water in a bucket is still a drop of water in a bucket. One of the phrases I like to say that it is mine says, which, 
what drop of water made the bucket overflow? And it's all of them. Every tiny drop you put in is not wasted. It is all working towards getting you to where you want to be. Guys, go play impossibility. Go live the life that you desire. That's where happiness is found. Doing what you want to every single day. And once again, you can just start small. Whatever tiny, tiny step you've been inspired to take, start off with that. And then another step, another step will come, and another step will come, and another, and another, and another. I love Martin Luther King's quote, You don't have to see the entire staircase. Just take the first step. Well, and after that first step is taken, then the next will appear, and the next, and the next, and the next. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.